let's do this thing. Okay. Hey guys, welcome back to Red Deer Public Library's official podcast, uh, part of the story. I'm Sage Black and I'm here with Claire Brown. Welcome. As always. Yes. <laughs> it's our favorite day. It's recording day. I mean, when we actually launch it into the world, it's pretty fun. Yeah. But recording day is pretty <laughs> There's two day, two good days yeah. in the week when we record <laughs> yeah. and then when it gets out. It's pretty good. So we thought we'd come to you this month with what we're excited about in 2020, what mm-hmm. we're excited about at the library, what we're excited about for books, for films, Movies, for music, just, yeah, anything. for stuff, things that are coming. So things that we think that you should have on your radar, put on your list. Or stuff that you were like, I'll never watch that, I'll never listen to that, and that's <laughs> yeah, fine. Nothing, <laughs> sounds, nothing sounds good. Well, hopefully, maybe one thing, or you know, let us know. What are you looking forward to? So we thought we'd start with library programs. Yeah, so library. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we have a few um, new ones starting this year. One that is uh, Miss Claire's, uh, the twenty twenty reading challenge. I think we mentioned it. I think we mentioned last it last one. month with yeah. Sarah. Yeah. Um, so that's starting up this year. So you can come in, grab a sheet. Uh, the initiative is basically just read fifty-two books in the year, whether yep. that's one a week, three a day. I don't care. <laughs> however, yeah, however that breaks down, and we're super lucky. So what we had decided was it's it's hard for people to you know sometimes set aside a, a day a month oh, to yeah. come out and do that. So we thought we'll do quarterly meetups, see if people are sort more of casual, on, yeah, you know, more casual. Are people on track? So we're not to commit need... to once a week, exactly. Or something like that. Um, you know, do they need recommendations? Do they need to keep motivated? all that kind of stuff. We are super, super excited. Um, April 20th, which I believe is a Monday in the evening, we're going to be at Occam's Razor, which is formerly the Tula Loss location. And Matt and Eric, uh, the owners of Occam's, are welcoming us for a special Ooh. event. Yes. So keep your eyes out for, you know, the rest of the information. Obviously, that would be like an 18 plus. It is 18 plus. <laughs> so they, yeah, so their establishment is 18 plus only. And the reading challenge, this particular reading challenge, the 2020 reading yeah. challenge, is for adults. So Makes we sense. thought that it would be a good, yeah, we thought it would be a good <laughs> a place to get started. Outing. Plus, I love being out in the world. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fun. so fun. And it's yeah. nice, you know, make connections with the owners of businesses and exactly. have these kind of relationships too. So it's so, pretty cool. Yeah, we're super looking forward to that one. So nice. Yeah. There is also Deer Red Deer, which is a new program as well, started this year by one of our adult services, I think Trish, right? Kim. Kim? Yeah, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So Deer Red Deer was uh, Kim's brainchild here at the library, and she was just really keen to get people to love where they live. There's a book that was published a couple of years ago, maybe, well, maybe more than a couple, 2014, 2015, (laughs) something in there. Doesn't seem like that long ago. No, but it is. Um, And it's called This is Where You Belong, The Art and Science of Loving the Place uh, You Live by Melody Warnick. And in it, it breaks down sort of the chapters of how you can explore the city that you live in with with fresh eyes to to love the city that maybe in your eyes has become stagnant, boring, whatever, seeing it from a fresh perspective. And um, Kim just hosted her first meetup last week. We had 22 people out for it. Nice. So, yeah, it was really a good. good. turnout. And... Um, yeah, so come to each of the meetings or be online, Twitter or Instagram using the hashtag Dear Red Deer and, you know, join the conversation. What do you love about Red Deer? Tell us. We want to know. <laughs> and I think it's the time, too. Like, people, yeah. I mean, you read tons of articles. That article on CBC, on CBC News came out, I think, last week talking about 
how Red Deer is struggling economically. And they, they wrote about that? They did on <laughs> CNN News. And oh, uh, it got a lot of comments and mm-hmm. people were really, you know, I've always really liked Red Deer. Me too. So I do take it like a little bit personally <laughs> when people are like, oh, Red Deer this, Sucks. Red Deer that. Which yeah. really it doesn't. No, it's, Red Deer is a lovely city and it's what we make of it too. Exactly. And every city has their problems. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Like, Red Deer problems are not necessarily unique to Red Deer, but I think our community has been really good in the past about loving their city. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can see that in, like, volunteerism for the games, for example. Oh, yeah. That was huge. Yeah. yeah. So I think the love is there. I think it just needs to be reignited. Agreed. So I love yeah. the idea of this of this program, of this hashtag, of this being out in the world and just not Very loving cool. Red Deer. Very cool. Yeah, I dig it. She's amazing. So, yeah, come and visit with Kim. Yeah. <laughs> so good. And then you're also doing your trivia. Yes. At Famoso. My literal <laughs> favorite program at the library is trivia. We started a few years ago. I think it was Canada's Centennial. And we did... Years? Yeah. So we did like... Can- no, no. It was Canada 150 mm. trivia. And it was all like Canadian trivia. And it was like a one-off thing. And contacted Famoso and was you know (laughs) hoping that they wanted to get in with us and they were so lovely and Ryan and his team at Famoso have always been so welcoming and then it just became a semi-regular thing every couple months so it's super fun we had our last one in November our next one is in April beginning of April and it's going to be all pop culture this time yeah (laughs) I'm like super keen on it I think some of the feedback that I've received at the previous trivias is that maybe some of the questions were too hard. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's like trivia and it's team. And like sometimes I like, I don't know. I just, I get really excited. Maybe hard, not hard for you. You're like, these are questions that I would know the answer. Not necessarily, to. but like stuff that I'm interested in. Like one was like super space heavy and I didn't realize that until I was like reading the questions out loud. It was basically like space trivia. Hey, so if you love NASA, like this yeah. is the one for you. But So the pop culture one I'm really looking forward to because just generally speaking, I love pop, yeah. pop culture There's stuff. just so much. Yeah. You know? And I'm just Do you like, have like a timeline or just like... It's going to just be a free-for-all. Britney yeah. shaving her head type I mean, of deal. probably at least one Keanu question around. Yeah. I feel like I owe that to him. <laughs> <laughs> so like at least that, but otherwise it's going to just be a free-for-all. So nice. That'll be fun. Yeah. Book your tables and, and get down there. We're always a full house and Ryan and his team are so supportive of the library, of yeah. this program. It's just, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, and they came out for the Red Deer Reads, or not the Red yeah. Deer Reads, was it? for the Red Deer Reads yes. launch. Yeah. 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 From, um, Everyone had their little mini pizzas. Yeah, and... he came out and did that, and it was so lovely. So it's yeah. really great. And then, again, a locally owned, operated place. So yeah. love Red Deer. Hashtag Deer Red Deer, for example. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, super love that. Cool. The Summer Reading the summer reading Club. Yeah, so Summer Reading Club yeah. is coming up again. We do the three... Um, I want to say versions, but that's Tears, not right. Tears, I guess. versions, <laughs> age groups. Children, teens, and adults. Yeah, so children, teens, and adults. It's been different for me. Like, I know at home you're probably thinking, it's February. Why are you thinking about summer reading? <laughs> Stuff moves fast Yeah, here. it does. And I already had a summer reading club meeting two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, So it goes, it gets on your radar pretty early. And this is my first year having basically anything to do with the planning mm-hmm. i'm a little a little fresh yeah, yeah i'm a little like it's an unknown territory for me like i've been with the library for like 
ever. I've seen summer reading clubs <laughs> from afar. Yeah, you get to, you know, put your little fingers in yeah. there and so that <laughs> make things will be happen. interesting. And That's always really fun. They are. And I like our new, like, bingo style. Yes. Like, I remember doing it as a child. Like, yeah. I remember being a little kid coming Me downtown, too. bringing my little sheet, being like, here you go, look at all my reading I did, and getting a little prize. It was Best so magical. Yeah. You just felt so proud yeah. as a child. And I, I still feel that now with, like, any of the reading. Like, that's why I love Goodreads. I like to look at my list and be like, ooh. Oh. Like, look at my list so far this year. Look it's, at all I've done. Yeah. It makes me feel accomplished. Yeah, reading makes me feel accomplished, yeah. I guess. It's so fun. And then, as always, I love book clubs. I think, just generally speaking, I think you find people that maybe you wouldn't have found or you become more brave in a group of people that you get to know in Mm -hmm. that way because like what you're reading and what you're talking about lets people know who you are yeah well it's like last episode with sarah when she said everyone in the book clubs know oh that's a sarah book yeah like she would like that one or she wouldn't like it exactly i love that it gets to that place of knowing each Mm -hmm. other and we have book clubs here for literally any type of reader yeah so like you can see all of this information on our website um rdpl.org but i thought we could just give a quick rundown of the book clubs and what you can expect so fireside readers is a book club that meets september through I think it's May but it might be June. June might be the meeting that they pick their titles for the next year and it's hosted every third Wednesday of the month at the downtown branch with Mary Neely. Oh my god how do you remember all this? I know (laughs) Um, and it's lovely they they read great books they've had authors Skype with them they've had an author come in and visit it's just it's super lovely. Um, Cover to cover is at the DAW I want to say it's the last Monday of every month because I think it's the same Monday as Happy Ever After. That's how I remember that. Mm, okay. And cover to cover, they read on a theme. So not everyone's reading the same book, but they're reading the same theme. Oh, okay. Um, so that gives you a little bit of variety too. Yeah, and I think some different things to talk about. And then it also is interesting, like, what book did you choose on that theme? Mm-hmm. Like, why did that one call to you? I think that would probably make for some and really good recommendations. Yeah. too. If you like that theme, it, it, then you exactly, get a bunch you're of getting other ones in that same vein. Cool. And then Graphic Content Advisory Book Club, full month, uh, full mouth. <laughs> uh, our next meetup is on the second Tuesday in March, which I want to say is the 10th, but it might not be. The second Tuesday. Second Tuesday. And it is what it... 11th. 11th. Very close. Um, It's at Chronicles um, Comic... No, Chronicles Cafe. I always... Yeah. Yeah. Do do they have comic in the name? I thought it was just Chronicles. Anyways, it's a fantastic place. It's across... It's on Ross Street. Very close to us. Oh, it's so good. We... Yeah, so delicious. We had them come in for our staff development day. Chronicles Comics and Cafe. I knew it was comics in there somewhere. But they're so lovely. They welcome us. This is going to be the last meeting until the fall. It's going to have a little bit of a retooling done. Um, But definitely come out. And if you are interested in graphic novels, comic books, all that kind of stuff, the meeting in March will talk about where that can go. Like where that meeting can go and and how they find it. So then you guys could come in, give your ideas. Exactly. And then you know what Now's the time. So it'll be a great one. And then... Over at Timberlands, Miss Rochelle hosts an Hour to Kill book club, which is a mystery book club. Mm. They read all the same titles. So you can find that online. I'm not sure what is upcoming. 
in terms of their titles, but you can find them online at rdpl.org. And then, as always, <laughs> my most favorite book clubs, because I have no bias whatsoever, is Any Book Book Club at Timberlands the second Thursday of every month at 6.30 p.m., and it is exactly what it says. <laughs> if you love reading, just come there. It's fantastic. Um, and then Happy Ever After is a romance book club. It's the last Monday of every month at 7 p.m. at Timberlands as well. Our next book is the Bromance Book Club. And I haven't read it yet, but like just based on the title alone, I'm so keen. We choose them as a group. So sometimes I've read them, sometimes I haven't just because of how much I read. Yeah. But um, (laughs) considering you read more than the average person. Yeah. But this one I haven't read and it sounds really cute. And like Bromance Book Club. Come on. I'm in in for it. And then Millennial uh, Read the Classics Book Club is the third Tuesday of every month. And our next book is Fahrenheit 451. And I already read it. I am like, I've already, like, and not, I don't mean like five years ago. I mean like last week. So I was pretty proud of myself. This is your new book club, right? Yes. So we had a nice little turnout in January. Okay, good. Yeah, I encourage people to come in February. Bring your friends. Yes, bring your friends. And then our March book is All Quiet on the Western Front. Okay. Which I already read. Like, (laughs) I know. I I got too excited. So I read it. You're such a keener. I know. Because Happy Ever After, I'm almost always reading the day before. Yeah. Just because, like, romance is very easy for me to read, and I love it so much that mm-hmm. it's not, like, a hardship. So with this, read the classics. I you, was need, a little, you need some extra time. Yeah, yeah. I was a little worried that I was going to get behind myself. And so, yeah, I read Fahrenheit 451, and then I bought All Quiet on the Western Front, and I was sort of vacillating. Like, should I choose this as a read the classics? Mm-hmm. Like, do I actually want to read it? Did you listen it? to it, or you read it? Oh, I read you it. Read it. Oh, I know. Okay. I, that's kind of shocking for me. Did we too. have it in the library? Did we do. Try? Okay, good. It's really, it was old. really good. It's really <laughs> old, but it was really good. I was surprised how much I liked it. Oh, so I had to, cho- yeah, I had to choose Stepping it for out your book club. zone a little bit. I know. I was so proud of myself. <laughs> you have no idea. Put it on the Goodreads yeah. list. Yeah, totally. You should. If you haven't read it, it's like, obviously... It takes place during World War One, you know, yeah. not the most uplifting of tales, <laughs> but it's very good. Good nonetheless. Very much. Cool. So we thought that we would talk a little bit about some things, <laughs> speaking of pop culture, that we are excited about for 2020. Yeah. Which was really hard to whittle down for me. Like <laughs> It was hard to come up for... <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, it was hard for me. To like come up with stuff? Mainly for the books. Oh. Mainly because there weren't a ton of authors that... I had, like, I've read books, obviously, this past year. <laughs> I have books. read books. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there weren't a ton of authors that, like, stuck out that I was like, I'm going to keep up with what they're doing and um, check to see one, if they had another yeah. book coming out. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas I was like, how many is too many? <laughs> you sent me the list. I was yeah. like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, like, the film's got a little bit out of control, but I'm just so into movies recently. Yeah. Like, I'm super into it. I don't know why. Like, I go through these phases where it's like, oh, yeah, I'll see a movie, and then I'm not in the mood, and I'm watching TV or I'm reading or whatever. But in the last, I would say, like, eight months or so, it's just like, I'm so... (laughs) At the theater every weekend. I'm so (laughs) movie-focused right now. It's unreal. So when I was looking at the list, which, like, Rotten Tomatoes, bless you for your... Oh, I had to look up, too, be like, what's even coming out? I was like, is this too many? And then it got a little bit Because that's the thing, too. It's like, I don't have, like, cable at home. We just have, like, streaming platforms. So I never see commercials for movies unless I go to the movies. So um, I went to the movies the other weekend to see the new Star Wars one. Oh, you Um, did see the new Star Wars. I have thoughts about it. I don't know if we'll get into it. But (laughs) um, 
And so we're seeing all these trailers and we're like, oh yeah, that would be good to go see. Oh yeah, we'll see that one. But it's yeah. like, I'll never know when they come out now. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to go look they for them. They existed at some point in your mind. Who knows? And then passed along. Yeah. It happens. So maybe like, let's get into the movies. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. Let's let, do the movie Let pick. me pull up my list. We have a little segue. So one that I did see, um, or a few, actually most of them I did see as the trailers. <laughs> For the ones coming out. Um, Mulan, the new live-action Mulan. Oh. I'm interested. See, I'm feeling some type of way about it because, for me, I wanted Mulan to just basically be, like, a shot-for-shot shot recreation of the cartoon. I know. Like, I want there to be the songs. I want there to be romance with Shang Yu. Like, but I there just might want be. these things. There might be. I just feel like Disney lied to me. I they just might. feel like they lied to me. I don't know. Me. I might still see it. it I don't know. The trailer, the trailer almost made me cry. I'm, like, yeah. seeing them, like, oh, my God. It was very emotional. I yeah. also, yeah, I saw the trailer too. And I don't, I don't even remember the plot of Mulan. I haven't seen it in years, so oh. I'm gonna go and just. I should rewatch. Mulan was the, like so close to my heart. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember loving it. Do you but, know when it comes out? Uh, March, spring, March. Yeah. Nice. Um, so the second one I have on here is The King's Man, oh, um, which is prequel. the third movie for the Kingsman series. But yes, it is a prequel, yeah. so it kind of. And I loved the first two. Like, I didn't watch the second one. The second one, oh, what even happened? It was good. Like, what was, even happened? <laughs> I, it's been a while since I've seen it, but I, I just like the actors mm. that are in them, and yeah. I really like the action scenes, like they the are, fight scenes. They're they're, they're really well done in a in a different type of way. They it's are very which makes stylistic. it interesting. Mm-hmm. It's not just like pow 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 bang mm-hmm. bang and then and then they're all dead, you know. Yeah. So, um, I and thought Ray that Fines one is in that one, isn't he? Like the King's Man. I think he's in it. Could be. That's Voldemort. Oh, is it? Yeah. He was very handsome in the 90s. It was a digression. It's fine. <laughs> well, we'll see how he looks now. Yeah. So, um, There was also one with a new Ryan, Ryan Reynolds movie oh, the coming free out, guy? Free Guy. Yeah. Which, it like, also has Taika Waititi, which I'm so excited about. <laughs> it looked really interesting when I was watching the trailer. I'm like, what's going on? And then you realize he's in a video game, and he's just one of those annoying, like, non-playable characters <laughs> that are just in the background, like, living their own little life while you're the main character, yeah. you have the whole storyline. So... Yeah, he's just a, uh, you know, a little oh, random character in the background. So that one kind of looked interesting. I think that could go one of two ways. I do too. It's Ryan Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. I like him. I think. And his humor is usually pretty yeah. good and you when know, I, all that kind When of I stuff. first saw the trailer, I was like, is this another Deadpool? Like, what's going on? <laughs> I was very wrong. Um, I probably, I don't know if I'll go see this, but the whole the Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog, that oh. whole debacle. I found that super interesting too. It was. Yeah. If if you guys aren't familiar, they had a live action Sonic the Hedgehog, you know, the little blue the little blue guy. Um, with like he was animated and then everyone else was, you know, yeah. real actors and they came out with the trailer and nobody was having oh, it. Oh, the internet just lost their lost minds. it because they made him look really weird. Yeah. Like if if you're gonna do like have this little character be animated, at least make it look like the little character. Yeah, and it's not like Pikachu, so like Detective Pikachu yes, looks like Pikachu, exactly. only computer generated. Exactly. Yeah. This guy had like, his eyes were all wrong, his legs were too long, and he had human teeth, which everyone just, <laughs> <laughs> it was not good. It yeah. was not good. So then they said, hey, we heard you. We're going to go back to the drawing board and crazy. spend however more millions yeah. of dollars for Re-animating our um, the studio entire to film. Mm-hmm, reanimate like, ev- everything. So yeah. then they came out with the second trailer. Looks better. He looks like Sonic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I liked the Sonic show when I was a kid. Like I would watch it with my brother all the time. See, yeah. I don't really, I don't really have a, like a connection to Sonic. No. When but, I saw him as this, like a little humor like, form, oh, I was like, that was God. wrong. Yeah. But so wrong. Generally, I wasn't. 
So I don't know if I'll go see that, mm. but I thought it was an interesting. Plus, it's like a Jim Carrey return to yeah, like, which is also kind of weird. Jim Carrey, so that <laughs> big mustache and yeah, weird he's accent like super or something. over the top. So that could be one of two ways. Yeah, and my <laughs> my last thing, it's not really a movie, but um, one of my favorite book series when I was younger was the Rick Riordan, Percy Jackson, and the Olympian series, oh, yeah. which we've about, talked about yeah a, a little bit times. before. Yeah, um, and they 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 made two movies. <laughs> you have to like take a little pause. I did. <laughs> because they made two movies. The first one came out in like 2010, and I think the other one was like three years later. Okay. And as a child, when you're reading these books, you read them in like, I don't know, middle school. So you're still preteen. Like, you're not really, you know, grown up. Yeah. And they made the movies. I kind of think they kind of geared them more towards teens to sell so they the movies aged the more. Characters? They did. Mm. And the movies, when you watch them as a kid, you're like, oh yeah, they're fine. They're fine yeah. movies, but they're bad. <laughs> I'm sorry if you like them, but they are not bad. bad. Um, just for the storyline, yeah. you know, like they're, they're not good. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, the author of the books, Rick Riordan, he even offered to like help write the scripts and they were like, no, we got it, buddy. We're fine. <laughs> and then they came out with that. So, um, he was in LA a couple months ago, like back in December, January, or no, it is still, it was just January. So I think November, December okay. is when he was in LA and he was in talks with Disney because... Oh somehow he hadn't even said anything but the hashtag um what was it disney adapt percy jackson started trending on twitter Interesting. and so then he went to meetings to talk to them about either doing like a live action series show mm -hmm. which i thought would be really cool yeah um so nothing is confirmed like he's still like you know what did he say he may had a tweet that was like he's still talking to the the people in charge but it's like a possibility it's a possibility and i thought like, that would be so cool if they did a live-action show. But even if they did, like, you know Avatar The Last Airbender? Not really, but okay. okay. <laughs> but, like, you're, you, 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 like yes. it's a like yeah. animated show. Yeah. And it is a kid's show, but it's, like, not a kid's it's, show. Yeah. It, it's so good. I, I watched Critically it. Acclaimed. Yeah, I watched it as an adult. Yeah. And it, like, I cried. It was so good. I yeah. loved it. So even if they did, like, an animated show like that yeah. for Percy Jackson, it would be so good. And it would just redeem, like... All of the movies. All of the past. You'll be able <laughs> so to move bad. past it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it would be so good. So I thought that would be, you know. That would be exciting. Even just to, even for him to just to say, yep, but it'll be like 10 years. I'd be like, that's good enough for yeah. me, buddy. That's fine. It's on the list as long as it's happening. Yeah. 10 years from now, I'll still watch it. Yeah. Speaking of Disney Plus, yesterday, if you watched the Super Bowl, I did not, but Twitter. Did they have it on Disney Plus? Well, no. Well, it would, I would imagine that if they, if Disney does it, it'll be on Disney Plus. But Disney Plus oh. came out with a commercial yesterday oh, for did. WandaVision, Loki, and um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And it was like oh. 30 seconds. And seriously, I was so excited <laughs> that you have no idea. It was 30 seconds. Loki is what I'm most excited like, for. <laughs> yeah. And like, I was so excited. You see him for like probably less than three seconds. Like, that's all I need. Yeah. It's just like, oh, he's coming back. And it's going to be a six episode series and. Yeah, mm. Disney Plus has really got me right now. Yeah, like I just feel like they're possibilities. Well, they have everyone. Yeah, <laughs> and they own everyone too. Yeah, so no, I'm I'm here for it. So I hope that they can do your Percy Jackson proud. And I yeah, hope it would that be so cool. They are gonna do they my do. Loki proud. Yeah, Loki's very important to me. Um, I can't remember how it came up the other day, but I was talking to someone and and like um, I think Disney. It was like, how much is Disney worth? And it's like 170 billion. Yeah. So like, <laughs> they can make owns, stuff happen. Yeah. Come Disney on. owns everything, and they own things that we don't even know that they own. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. yeah, I was surprised mm -hmm. when um when like you get Disney Plus, and then you're like, oh, Disney, Pixar, yeah. Oh, Star Wars, that's new because yeah. they bought it. National Geographic, okay. Marvel, oh weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's just all of it. It just goes down the list. You're like, oh, okay. So everything. Thanks, yeah. Disney. Yeah. yeah. It's worth it. 
So I put my movies, which when I'm looking at the list <laughs> is a long, long list, in order of That's when okay, they mine come was short. Out. Okay. So my first movie that I was looking forward to in 2020 was The Gentleman, mm-hmm. which is Guy Ritchie's latest. So he's he made like um, a long time ago, like Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. And, but then he also did Sherlock Holmes, for example, mm-hmm. with Robert Downey Jr. But The Gentleman is like back to his like old like movie making of like an original script, a story. There's a ton of swearing. There's <laughs> the style is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's clothes, just like what time? Just contemporary. Yeah, okay. But just like so good looking. <laughs> and it was such a good movie. I loved it. I saw it in the theaters on opening evening. Oh boy. I know. It's brave. It was so good. And I recommend it. So that would yeah. be my January pick. Um, <laughs> looks like your list looks like you have a pick for each month. I do. <laughs> I, well, almost. Some months have two. So it looks like they each have one. So upcoming, literally this Friday, is Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. I I kind of always love a superhero movie, even the bad ones. I, like, I just, whatever. It's like popcorn fair. But this is actually getting fairly good reviews. Okay. She was absolutely the best part of Suicide Squad, like Harley Quinn. I think I started to watch it, and I think I fell asleep. It's so fair. I can't really say <laughs> it's say fair. too much. But Ewan McGregor is the bad guy, Black mm-hmm. Mask, and like I am excited. Wait, he's the bad guy in this new movie? Yeah. But isn't she also a bad guy? Well, like, <laughs> she's like an anti-hero. Okay. Not like super bad, but like not like good. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So, she's, she's the better villain yeah. in this, in this like story. It's like an alien okay. versus predator where you have to cheer for one. Yeah. You're probably going to cheer for predator because alien is very scary. Yeah. That kind of thing. Um, so in March, we're just going to go down the yes. list. Um, <laughs> in March is Quiet Place 2. Did you okay. watch the first one? I don't think so. Okay. It's the one with... Um, John Krasinski yes. and Emily Blunt. Yep. Yep. They're so married the, in real life, aren't they? They are. They're That'd so weird. cute. They were married in the movie, too. Oh, um, really? Yep. So <laughs> it's just like... How that movie was made, which John Krasinski directed it, mm-hmm. it was silent. So you just hear the stuff around. That's what I've heard. Yeah. So you hear the crunching of the leaves, and you hear this, that, and whatever. And so like, there's no talking. Uh, there's sign language, and okay. there's like some whispering, but it's there's these like alien beings that if they hear something, it's how they find you and basically eat you. So okay. they hide from them by just being silent. And the girl the eldest daughter of Emily Blunt and John Krasinski in the movie is deaf. So they all know as a family sign language. Well, that's handy then. It was. So (laughs) it was so good. It was so tense, so atmospheric. And when they announced a sequel, I was like, what could they do? Yeah, that seemed a little bit sketchy, but the trailer came out somewhat recently and I'm going to give it a chance. Give it a shot? Yeah. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm into it. And then... The new James Bond is coming out in April. Yeah, I saw the trailer for that one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so it's No Time to Die, which, like, and Billie Eilish is going to do the theme song. Yeah, for it, which, which is, is crazy. Cool. Yeah. Because some Bond songs she, are like. She sweeps the Grammys, too. Yeah. Well deserved. She's yeah. a she's a great artist. Um, so I was actually talking to my friend about this, and he's kind of mad that it's coming out in April because he feels like it's a fall movie. And it was originally supposed to come out in November, but um, Daniel Craig got hurt. Oh, okay. So then it pushed back production, and now instead of holding it until November, <laughs> they're releasing it in April. So we've had a couple of discussions about like, how what does it matter? Yeah. Well, but he feels like it's not an April movie, which is hilarious. What is, okay, so what is an April movie? I'm not exactly sure. Like he seems fine with like the quiet place. I don't know if it's like specifically like 
that James Bond needs to be in the fall. Maybe. But, yeah, so there's, we'll still go see it probably, but <laughs> there's discussion that perhaps April is not the right time Fair. for James Bond okay. to come out. Maybe maybe you can wait and then he can watch it in the fall when it comes <laughs> That's out. That's what I said. Comes he out. was like, no, I can't wait. <laughs> so he'll break his own rule. And then for June... There are two movies that I'm excited about. One that I'm, like, super excited about and one that I'm reservedly excited about. Okay. I am so excited for Wonder Woman 1984. Is that the second It's the second Wonder Woman. And, like, it's sort of another prequel to Justice League because it takes place in 1984 and Justice League takes place now. Yeah. So I don't know if they're just going to disregard that Justice League exists in the DC universe. I don't know what they're doing. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think they exactly know what they're doing, but they know that Wonder Woman is the Before. best that they have okay, so fair. far. So it looks really cool. Um, like, visually, Patty Jenkins is the director, and she directed the first one. Mm-hmm. So I'm, like, keen on that. Okay. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm into it. And then also in June is Top Gun Maverick, oh. which is a sequel to Top Gun from the 1980s. Which so they took their time on that one. <laughs> they did. But, like, Tom Cruise, what he's capable of doing now and what he basically tells the studio that he's going to do. Like, the in the trailer, he's flying a fighter jet, and it's him. I know. Like, what movie was that? Which Mission Impossible? Where he's, Eddie. like, doing all of his own stunts, <laughs> yeah. like, flying the helicopter it's to so crash. It's scary. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Wouldn't be for me. No, me either. So, but anyway. I'm sure he has good life insurance. So, yeah, and I can't even imagine what those movies are insured for because if something happened to him, like, yeah. yeah, it's just crazy. So, that's coming out in June, and basically, I just want the spectacle of it. Yeah. I want to know what crazy <laughs> what thing does. Tom Cruise is doing on film. And then the trailer that was just released, I think it was last week or end of the week before, mm-hmm. is Morbius, which is a Sony property, but it's a Marvel character. So it won't oh, be so like... it's like one of those whole... Like yeah, the whole Spider-Man. It's sort of like that. And the only reason that I'm somewhat interested in it is because, one, comic book. Uh-huh. Two, he's like a vampire man of some kind. Don't know. Okay. I'm into it. And then also, it's Jared Leto. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> and like, he You could have just started with that. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, fine. No, he looks very handsome. And I dig it. And then at the end... Um, of the trailer, which, like, I don't know if you can spoil a trailer. Can you spoil a trailer? Yeah. Anyways, I'm going to spoil yeah, it. it. I Michael feel like... Keaton is at the end of the trailer, oh. which sort of ties as the vulture character yeah. from um, the first Spider-Man by Disney. And so it's sort of tying them oh God. tangently together. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. But, like, Michael Keaton, my dream, my dream in this world is for Michael Keaton to come back and play, like, old Batman mm. in, like, a Batman Beyond type of, like, adaptation. Like Start the hashtag. Come yeah, on, Disney. No, that's all I want in this world. <laughs> so that's exciting. Also, I don't think you can spoil trailers because when I was watching half of those trailers at the theater, mm. I was like, I feel like I've already just seen the movie. Some of them are so long. And some of them, like, I feel like show the parts. Like, I remember yeah. watching the trailer for um, Captain America's Civil War and like there had been some rumors up to that point that Spider-Man was going to be in Civil War mm-hmm. and I watched the trailer and they spoiled it. They had him in the trailer and I just thought, the what no- a moment in the I theater know. of like a It's like, well now you don't moment. even feel like you have to see it. No, so it was kind Give of... Give me like a good 30 second trailer. Yeah. Bam, bam, bam. Fast pace and then I'm good. And speaking of like trailers that give nothing away. Mm-hmm. So Christopher Nolan mm-hmm. has a new movie coming out in the summer called Tenant. Okay. And you watch the trailer and you, you don't are, know what's going no, on. You are none the wiser <laughs> than you were before See, you watched the trailer. that's what I need. But you're just like, but it gives you enough and it gives you, you know, enough of like, the, yeah, the mood of the, just the vibe of how mm-hmm. it's made that you're like, oh, like I want to see yeah, it. So it's coming out in July. 
I have no idea. It looks like there's some sort of like time travely bits, but I don't okay. know. Um, it looks crazy. <laughs> Good enough to go see. Yeah, there, no. that's all you need. So it's on my list. And then I know <laughs> this is so bad, but I told you like I'm obsessed with movies right now. Okay, so this is only on my list because of Keanu, mm-hmm. and it's Bill and Ted Face the Music. Mm-hmm. So, like, the Bill and Ted properties are not my favorite of the Keanu properties. Okay. I absolutely am a John Wick speed absolutely. type of person. But, I mean, Keanu has a film coming out. so And Claire might have a crush on Keanu, I mean, so that means slightly. she has to support. Yeah, slightly. <laughs> so it comes out in August, which is kind of like a dead month theater-wise. Yeah. So it does feel a little bit like they're burying it in August. Busier so in the summer yeah. and doing stuff. I do feel yeah. some type of way about that. But, but they probably I'm, know. Like, come on. I just, I think it will be, it'll be like what you expect. When was the last time one came out? The Bill and Ted? 92, I want to oh, say. okay. So maybe there'll probably be enough people to be like, oh god, that, yeah. that's my, it's very nostalgia. those are my teens. Yeah. You know? It's very nostalgia. Yeah. And then I'm obsessed with the Halloween movies. Okay. With Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, I love them. Like, I love them. I love them. I don't think I've seen her in anything since I was young and saw her in, like, Freaky Friday. Yeah. Since you were young. I was yeah. a teenager, a grown-up teenager. Um, so Halloween came out, well, like, in the 70s. The mm-hmm. original Halloween came out. And then a myriad of sequels came out. Yeah. All much worse than the last. Did I watch them all? You best believe I did. <laughs> But all much worse than the last. And then what they did in 2018 was basically negate the sequels. Okay. Let's pretend that they do not exist. And so the Halloween in 2018 that came out is basically a direct sequel to the one that so came out. So they recognized like that everything that they did in between those times was, was just garbage. Yeah, and it wasn't like, their we'll best just choices. Cover it up. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't their best choices. And I think what they did with that movie was really great because it's like so Laurie Strode in the original Halloween is a babysitter. She's a teenager, 16, 17 years old, and she's terrorized. So, like, how does that affect you? Mm -hmm. It's like, how did you grow up? How did you have a family? How did you have all those things? So by, like, the Halloween in 2018, she's a crazy old lady. Yeah. Who's, like, (laughs) ready for war at all times. Which, like, I mean, that's fair. Can you blame her? No. So the next one coming out is called Halloween Kills. Okay. Did she kill him? (laughs) Well, she always kills him. Oh, okay. that's the That's the magic of Michael Myers. Mm, he, he just comes back. Yeah, he's very that. So I'm, I'll watch it. It could get bad reviews. I'll watch it. It doesn't matter. Halloween kills okay. in October. It's very that vibe. Yeah. October, come on. Yeah. Um, and then what I'm looking forward to in December is Dune, which, like, I don't care about the book Dune, which is probably a controversial opinion. What is Dune? So it's like... Um, it's a sci-fi series, okay. and I'm not super familiar with it, but the thing that I care about is that this new movie is directed by Denis, Vill- Denis Villeneuve, who did Blade Runner 2049. And you liked that one. Oh, I loved that okay. one. People hated it, so, like, generally. I feel like it got really, like, kind of split down the middle. Yeah. Either people really liked it or really did not. I watched it in the theater, and it was gorgeous. Like, the cinematography, mm-hmm. the shots, just, like... It's unreal. Yeah. So I want Dune, and like I thought the story was good and all that kind of stuff, but some people thought it was too long. I think it is approaching three hours and okay. stuff, but I just thought it was so good. And so that's the only reason that I care about Dune. I don't, like, I'm sure other people out there, or maybe someone listening to this podcast is like, how do you not love Dune <laughs> with everything in your heart and soul? But like, I don't. I don't have any particular. Have you read? 
No. Books? Okay, well, there like, you go. Like, I see the books, like, out and about, and I'm like, oh, okay. And I know that they made a movie or a miniseries in the 90s. Okay. Um, but all I care about is I want it to look as like good as Blade yeah. Runner 2049. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, that's all I care about. And then, like... I sort of was thinking about including this one, and then I ended up including it, and it's I'm Thinking of Ending Things, mm-hmm. which is a book written by a Canadian author called Ian Reed, and I read it because my book club, everyone in my book club had read it a few yeah. years ago, whenever it came out, and everyone was like, oh, and it has such an ambiguous narrative, and it's such an ambiguous end, that like none of us agreed what had actually happened. <laughs> so like some people thought this, some people thought that. And now the and movie will come out and now you'll know for sure. Well, and I wonder, is the movie going to... End the same way? Yeah. Is oh. it going to be ambiguous or is it going to like feed an ending? Because movies are usually more like that, particularly yeah. like poppy kind of movies. And it doesn't have a date uh, of release. It's said TBD mm-hmm. on Rotten Tomatoes. And like... I really liked I'm Thinking of Ending Things. It was so readable. I think it's less than 230 pages. It's such a fast read. Yeah. And then I read his other book, which I can see in my mind. Oh, Faux. Yeah. And it was sort of ambiguous in the same way. Mm. So then it made me think, does he not know how to finish a book? Or is <laughs> this just, just his, his style? Yeah. yeah. So I'm interested in what he's going to publish next, but I'm also interested in how this movie is going to tackle that Ooh, book. Interesting. Yeah. And like visually, it could be quite interesting too. Like, I just want it to be, like, atmospheric and dark and gross. So... I guess we'll see. Yeah. So stay tuned is basically what we're saying. Perfect. And so since I've rambled and rambled <laughs> on all the movies, too many movies that I'm excited about. Did we even go over books yet? No. Oh, boy. We okay. gotta get there. That's a lot. I, know, I don't, have, I don't have a long list. So like I kind of said before, there were no authors that, you know, I really read and stuck out and kind of kept up with. Um, but since I did really like... The Witcher series, the Netflix mm-hmm. series that they did. Um, Which you were watching last time, weren't you? Yes, I finished. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 10 episodes, 8 or 10 yeah. episodes. But they're each like an hour long. So it's kind of like little movies. Yeah. Um, but so since they're based on books, I was like, you know, I might as well pick it up, <laughs> read the books, yeah. and then I ha- I'll have a clue of, you know, what's going on. Yeah. Um, or maybe what's scenes. coming. Exactly. Because I don't care about spoilers. Everyone's like, oh, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it for no, you. It's like, I well, read the if end I'm of gonna... everything first. Really? Oh, yes. I, I don't. I'm not like that <laughs> crazy. But um... <laughs> oh, fight words. <laughs> but like, if, if some, if I still want to read something, or I still want to yeah. watch something. I'm still gonna watch it or yeah. read it, no matter. You know, doesn't matter. Um, so I figured I'd start with those. So they're not a new series, but they're new to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm currently. Uh, I started the first one, which there there are eight books six in the series and then two were published after so they're kind of like short stories that happen within the world okay um but i was like ooh, that sounds a little confusing because whenever they do that it's like what order do you read them in yeah so there was this great website that was like hey this is the series but if you actually want to know what's going on read um the two that were published after first yeah. and then start the series in order. Which I wish I had looked it up at all because I read the first book mm-hmm. leading up to the show coming You'd out. You had no clue. Nope. I had no <laughs> clue what was happening. It seemed like everyone was coming out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I was so confused. Yeah. So I, I'm, I currently started on the, 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 fir- the first one they tell you to read. Um, but there's eight books, so that'll get me ready for the next season, which is... Not a 2020 release, but they're saying 2021. Okay. So I have a year to wait, which is kind of disappointing. So That's like me with Succession right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, come on. Like, yeah. don't, Keep don't up take with so how long. I wanna, yeah. Keep up with how I want to consume your television show, please. Exactly. So that's about it for me. 
Just the one book? Yeah. Well, like the series. Okay. The series. And if Jeez. anything else comes up, I'll let you guys know. But <laughs> as for right now, I don't know. That's what's on your radar? Just, yeah. Like, I have some books on hold. Um, but I'm, I, you know, I'll read this one and then I'll get to those ones. Yeah. So, and I think my mom took some of them. <laughs> I always bring them home and then she'll be like, yes, please. And, <laughs> and then she'll go and read them before I do. So. Which we all know from the last pod that I don't like it when other people do that. See, to and me. I don't care. Yeah, Sage is the nicer person than I am. Um, so I, again, I struggle to like whittle it down. Yeah, because what I do is like, first of all, I read a lot of series, and I use Goodreads like religiously mm-hmm. because I've bought the same book more than once, more Uh-oh. than once. <laughs> <laughs> so now what I do is. When I mark a book to read on yeah. Goodreads, if it's coming, like if it's upcoming in the next year or it was last year, I'll mark it as the year. So one of my shelves is like 2020. So okay. there's a shelf of like 2020 releases that at some point in the past I was interested in. Okay. And they were coming out in 2020. So if you have that list, do you ever go through and be like, oh, why did I put this on here? Um, I do sort of watch it because I like to see what happens. Because sometimes it'll just be based on the title or based on like an author that I mm-hmm. like. And then it'll start because you can pre-rate things on Goodreads, which I don't really like that people do that. But once it's out, if it like drops from like a 4.1 to like a 3.42. Then you, you get it off the list? Well, or I mark it as something else. Mm. Yeah, as like a, if I have nothing else to read. Yeah, kind or of maybe thing. like, you know, we'll read from the library versus a purchase, like yeah. that sort of stuff. Um, so when I was looking at my list, there are a few that like super stood out to me. And we will start with this one. And it is Trixie and Katya's oh, Guide course. to Modern Womanhood. I am so excited <laughs> about this. Okay, is so that one Trixie, out yet or when does it come no, out? No, May. Okay. I already have it pre-ordered. Mm-hmm. I don't care about the reviews. I don't care about anything. All I care is that it's Trixie and Katya. So Trixie Mattel and Katya Zomalachikova oh are... Oh my gosh, drag queens. Are, they're drag queens from RuPaul's <laughs> Drag Race, both from season seven, and then Katya was on All-Stars season two, and mm. Trixie was on All-Stars season three. And I am obsessed with their YouTube show, and they are hilarious. And I love them. And so when they announced that they were doing a <laughs> and book. And so I'm buying the book. Yeah, basically. When they announced they were doing a book, I was like, these are my favorite people doing yeah. something in my favorite medium. I'm <laughs> what could be better? No, yeah. I'm pre-ordering it. So oh, as soon awesome. as the pre-order link was live, like, I pre-ordered. I'm excited. <laughs> I dig it. Cool. I'm excited. Yeah. And then Nalini Singh is a romance author who's from New Zealand. And she has this series called the Psy Changeling series. So Psy is... I might be saying it wrong. It's uh, P-S-Y, mm-hmm. Changeling Series. And it's about how humanity basically splinters into three parts. Uh, one are just like regular humans, like yeah. you and I. And then some have like psychic abilities okay. based on, so like whatever. So they can have telekinesis or something to control emotion or whatever it is. Yeah. And then the other side became sort of more animalistic and can change into different animals. Ooh. So these like, and they're called like the Trinity because mm-hmm. each needs the other to balance them out. Makes sense. So the next book in the series, which is like a romance series, but it's also just like an urban fantasy kind of series. I was going to say, I was like, that doesn't sound like something you would. I know, <laughs> but it's like, it sort of focuses on a couple, but it also has like political implications and sociological implications and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And she's great. And the next one comes out in June, Alpha nice. Night. I will absolutely be taking a book day <laughs> on, upon that day, and I buy them in hardcover, which yeah. is dumb, but I do because I need to read it the day that it's come out. 
And so I'm really looking forward to that. Nice. And then a book that I was looking forward to came out actually last week. And because it was my birthday just recently, <laughs> I was, took a break. Oh yeah, or did you... I was no, I didn't mm. take any breaks. But I was like, I'm gonna you treat go myself. all out at chapters. <laughs> well, I just thought I'll treat myself. <laughs> That's all we'll say. Yeah. So Christine Feehan has a myriad of series, mm-hmm. um, and I read her. Um, I read most of her series, but I've never read them really in order because. Like, a lot of them are older, so I just I come to them as I come to them. Yep. She has a new series, and it's about, like, bikers. And, oh, boy. I know. <laughs> so the last one, the newest one, that came out last week was called Vendetta Road. It was very good. Okay. And I read it, and I enjoyed it. Good. And I'm getting two releases in the series this year because Ooh. the next one comes out in June already. Because oh, usually it's quick. like, yeah, usually it's just one per year. Yeah. So when I saw oh, that she's, another one was she's stockpiling. Yeah. I was so keen. I was very... I was very excited about nice. it. Nice. Yeah. Not bad. So it's been, I mean, for books. And I mean, this is, this is what, like a tenth of what you actually have? Oh, not even. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So. It's like 0.1%. Good job narrowing it down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just couldn't with the movies because I thought people probably want to know what to watch each month. Well, it's hard because there's so, <laughs> there's so much stuff that yeah. comes out nowadays. Like, yeah. I feel like that it's just not oversaturated, but almost But it's in content a way. on everything now. Like, yeah. Netflix over the weekend released um, Uncut Gems mm-hmm. with Adam Oh, really? Sandler. Yes. So the only Netflix that's that like does, before we even got it. I know. The, library. the only Netflix that doesn't have it is American Netflix, and I think it's because of their Ha-ha, distri- suckers. I know they usually have like everything, but I think it's because of their distribution deal. So yeah. I watched it yesterday. Was it good? It was something. Maybe it was crazy. I should watch it. I, watch it. Yeah. I heard people say it, said it was good. It was, yeah, it was very good. It was very, it was stressful to it was watch. Adam Sandler, right? But he's like, he he's was, not his normal no, Adam Sandler. He's not Sandler like Adam Sandler. Sandler. Okay, he's good. Like, because I don't, no. I don't want to be controversial, but I don't like that Adam Sandler. <laughs> I don't really like silly Adam Sandler either. No. Um, but he was, no, he was like a proper actor. Yeah. Ooh. Like how Jim Carrey was. A little bit, you know, yeah. with Treatment Show and with yeah. those kind of like that, but it's like such a frantic and wild movie oh boy. that it's just like, and it was longer than I expected, but Why it not? moves so just like it's like a train, like yeah. you just like take off with it. It go was watch, crazy, go watch. yeah. It was very, it was very good. Speaking of what we're reading, watching, and listening to yes. in the last little bit here, Sage. Ooh, I am reading um, the first, or I guess the, I don't know, seventh in the series <laughs> of The Witcher, but I'm reading it first because that's what the internet told me to do. So it's The Last Wish by Andrzej Zipkowski. That was a yeah, fancy Pretty good. Yeah, good job. <laughs> um, I know, sh- uh, so I'm watching Shameless season eight oh. um, on Netflix. I've never watched Shameless. You know, it's, it's one of those shows where it's just, I don't know, it's, you know, it's kind of nitty gritty. Pretty, pretty vulgar. Um, like, wouldn't want to watch it like, with like, little kids it? around. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just, I don't know, it's almost relatable in a way, even though, like, I've never had a life like theirs. Mm. Um, but it's really good. It's really quite good. Um, so I think the newest season is coming out this beginning of this yeah, year, season I, nine on Netflix. Is it coming over? Or, like, is it still on? Uh, I know one of the main characters, she just left the show, like, this past season. Oh, okay. So I think the next, like... The next season, season nine, that will be coming out on Netflix. She's still in it, but then season ten, I think they just came out with on TV because I feel okay. like it's one of those takes a long time to get on Netflix. But it's a good okay. show. I would recommend it. Nice. Um, 
And then I am listening to one of my favorite podcasts, the Irish Goodbye podcast. I think I've probably mentioned it before. Um, But it's two really funny comedians who live in New York, and it's just about their antics. It's just, they basically call it like a storytelling podcast. I love it. And they just kind of, you know, they do stand-up comedy. Okay. They've each released like specials and things like that. So yeah, they're pretty funny. Nice. Funny guys. So I'm currently, yeah, I'm currently reading Modern Love. It's true stories of love loss and redemption so it's based off of the new york times modern love column that i guess they publish once a week okay and the reason that it's even on your radar yeah is because of the amazon prime series that came out oh is it based on yes oh so i guess those commercials so i guess those (laughs) stories are based on the in the book and they're based on the articles so they're all true essays like it's just a person who writes an essay um, sends it off yep, anonymously. Yeah, sends it off to them, or not anonymously. Oh, boy. And then the editors go through. And yeah. um, I read the foreword last night. Like, I've read a few articles now, but I've read the foreword last night. And the author in particular was talking about how he didn't want it to just be about romantic love mm-hmm. because that's not the only love that exists. Right. So he wanted it to be, like, a little bit broader strokes than that. That's so people cool. write personal essays. And they're quick little essays to read, and they are... Yeah, like some of them are funny and some of them are sad and some like yeah. Just I've just really been enjoying it. It was good. It's pretty uh, cool. Well, it is good. I'll finish it this <laughs> week, I'm sure. And then um, watching, well, finished watching last week, Shrill, okay. which is on Crave. It was season two. It's with Ad Bryant from um, Saturday Night Live, mm-hmm. and she ad- adapted and executive produces this show, Shrill, with. Now I don't remember her name, but it's based on the book Shrill okay. by Liddy someone. <laughs> and uh, it's basically about a woman. She she identifies, self-identifies as like a, a fat woman and how she is like she's a writer and she's trying to be like her most authentic self. But mm-hmm. she's also sort of been told her whole life to sort of stay in the background and yeah. whatever. So A.D. Bryant is, I think, extremely likable. I didn't love season two because I felt like her growth in season one was basically arrested in season two. Okay. For kind of laughs a little bit. I don't know. The heart just wasn't there for me in season two. Like as much as it was in season one. So I was a little bit disappointed. Like it was still a good watch, but it just wasn't all the way there for me. Interesting. Are they, did they set it up for a season three? Yeah. Do you think? Yeah. Okay. But, and, and in the last episode of season two, I felt like she was back to, where she was at the last episode of season one. Mm-hmm. So we'll see where it goes. Okay. And then I'm listening to my bedtime book, AKA my nonfiction <laughs> book, is Upheaval by Jared Diamond. And he's the author of Guns, Germs, and Steel, which I listened to a couple months ago. And I don't love Upheaval as much. What's it about? It's about like upheaval in like political times, in personal times. Good in, bedtime book. <laughs> yeah. Very light reading. But yeah, I don't love it the same way that I, well, I'm not, not, I didn't love Guns, Germs, and Steel, but it was interesting. Mm-hmm. Upheaval is, I don't know, it's more depressing. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess not the, not the greatest bedtime book. <laughs> and then podcast, because I am obsessed with movies, mm-hmm. is The Big Picture, which oh. is a Ringer podcast, which is the same makers as, like, The Rewatchables, which mm-hmm. also always like The yeah. Rewatchables. <laughs> I think I droned on too much this time. No. <laughs> your your lists were just longer than mine, but that's to be. I wasn't expecting anything less. <laughs> Two extra. 
So thank you for joining us again, guys. Yeah. It was fun, as always. Bye, Bye, guys. guys. (laughs) You're relying on